This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made for This podcast. I'm excited to have my friend Annie Downs. I know all of you are excited to hear from Annie. I think one of my favorite things through this is getting glimpses of my friends' lives in their homes. And yeah. Annie, we have really gotten a glimpse of yours. You have, poor thing, been <laughs> locked down longer than anyone. Literally longer than anyone. Who I think the end of your first quarantine was when ours started. Yes. The end of my quarantine was when our stay home started in Nashville too. It's just wrong. It's just yeah, wrong. girl. I'm, so sorry. I'm telling you, but like my, so I did 10 days of quarantine and then I'm on 22 days of stay home. We all are. We're all about there. And what I will tell you is about the third or fourth day of quarantine, I genuinely feel like the Lord was like, I'm inviting you to go first. Mm. And I was like, well, I'm not interested in this party. So no, thank you. Because the news was kind of saying that might happen. And, and, and so pretty quickly into my experience, I felt called to it. And I would say watching you go first prepared us all. And it really, it is true. You know, Zach Allen, because of you, ordered the monster post-it notes. Yes, good. The to-do list that are still on my fireplace. Like he loves himself a to-do list. He's a three. Me too, me too. And, but it's helped us. And I even told him the other day, I was like, I need you to make me my own because, yeah. I, you know, once my jobs are done off of that, I kind of just get in bed and watch Netflix. So, yes. you know, I do think you being intentional with your rest, with your Sabbath, I want to talk about all of it. Yeah, yeah. But, but also just choosing to love and serve with what you've been given in right. the middle of this thing. Cause right. your little mini be let's just talk about all oh, the yeah. So give us a lay of the week, you know, like let's, okay. in case people don't follow you, tell them kind of different things you have going during the week. Yeah. So here's what my life looks like now that it didn't look like 35 days ago. Every morning at 7.30, I record a podcast with my friend, Eddie Koffeltz, and we just do 30 minutes and it's called TSF Quarantine because my show, that sounds fun. So TSF Quarantine. And we just talk about whatever. And the reason we started it, Jenny, is because that I got quarantined on a Friday and I called him Friday and I said, I just need to know I'm going to talk to someone every day. And I'm really good friends with him and his wife. And, and I just said, and he and I have done a lot of podcasting together. And I said, could we just record 30 minutes a day for my 10 days of quarantine? We had no idea we'd still be going, right? But so that's how it starts is I start with a 7.30 podcast every morning. And what I've had to do, Jenny, I'll just really tell you the day. I normally wake up at six and I go to work at nine. And in that six to nine, I take a shower, I get ready, I have my quiet time, I eat my breakfast. I'm like a slow morning person. So I'd rather wake up early and have a little bit of a slow morning. What this has done is now I have a thing right in the middle. And so I sat with my team last week and I said, we've got to figure out how to make this work because right now something, something's got to give here and it's not going to be my time with the Lord. Yeah. It's not going to be me taking a shower. Yeah. So we got to figure out something else. And so now from six to seven ish, I get ready. And then I get ready for the show. We record from seven to eight fifteen. Eight fifteen to nine fifteen is the time I can spend with the Lord and do whatever kind of reading I want to do. And then we have a staff meeting at nine thirty. And then we work through the day. And then on Mondays, I do a mini BFF book club, which is where it started where I read a book every night because everyone's kids were scared. And I used to teach elementary school and and I know how to talk to kids. It's like mm -hmm. a I'm a little bit of a um a magician with kids. It's a weird thing about me. And I'm so grateful. I love kids, kids like me. I kind of smell good to them. Like they just think I'm fun. <laughs> and, and so I started reading and Jenny, just imagine, I mean, 
these are, this is one of the stories that I will tell for the rest of my life. Cause when I quit teaching about a decade ago to pursue this full time, I taught fourth and fifth grade. One of the things I miss is reading aloud. And on our second night of the book club, there were 15,000 devices tuned in. And a lot of the pictures we got were two and three kids. So was I reading to like 20,000 kids mm. at one time? I mean, only God takes a woman trapped in her house and fulfills and exceeds a dream she could have ever had. I mean, it is, it's crazy. Now we only do that on Mondays just because it got to be a lot and Dolly Parton's on Thursday nights. So I'm like, go watch Dolly on Thursday. You got me on Monday, two nights right. a week. It's right. great. Well, I love it so much. And I think what you are emulating and why I wanted to have you on the show is just, hey, I could get in my pajamas and be sad and feel sorry for myself for the next, you know, however long this takes, or I can own it and I can make the best of it. And whether it's, you know, porch time visits with your friends that oh my come gosh, by right? outside, I just feel like top to bottom, you've modeled being intentional through this. Oh, thanks, and I think everybody listening can wrestle with this tension of like, uh, I don't want to keep up a grind during this because we've all seen this hustle in our lives that wasn't healthy and that we're over and has got a shift. But I think what we can do is we can swing too far to where we don't have any intentionality. And all of a sudden we're like, not, we're not living the life we're not healthy, right? Right, right. So talk about just how you wrestle with that in your brain and like how you have decided to do these things that cause you rhythms and they cause yeah. you disciplines versus just checking out during this time. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a little bit of space for both because we've just never done right. this before. There is nobody. And so if there are days where, you know, I have one friend who lost her job and what is she going to do all day? She can only do so many house projects <laughs> right. and go on so many walks before she takes a day and lays on the couch. Yeah. And so to me, there is a little bit of space and permission to like, yeah, I bet you do have some of those days in this window of 30 days, 50 days, however long we're doing this. Yeah. So I'll tell you for me, Jenny, I just have been me a long time and I know my personality really well. And what I know is that if I didn't have a list, if I didn't make a schedule, if I didn't put on real pants a couple of times a week, my inclination toward gluttony or laziness or wastefulness is really high. Mm -hmm. And so in order for my life to thrive, and I do this in every area of my life, whether we're in quarantine or not, in order for my life to thrive, I have to have pretty high walls. And so it helps me to have these pillars in my day it's, I'm so grateful that my job is still as busy as it was when I was in the office every day. Mm -hmm. I mean, we still work all day and we get to do this. Like this is no different than we'd have done if I was in my office. It's just right. a different wallpaper, you know? <laughs> and so to me, it matters. God is not a God of disorder. He's a God of peace. And when I notice significant disorder in my life, even if it's just my room isn't clean or my house isn't clean, then I start to lose peace. Mm. And what I have found in the quarantine is the way to live in peace in a world that I do not understand is to choose order over disorder as often as I can. Mm -hmm. I relate. I'm a seven two, you know, and yeah. so here's my problem. I, for the last two days today, my hair is curled. You do because, look lovely. Yeah. I put on makeup because for two days I have been in my robe and watching Money Heist. It's on Netflix. It's good. It, I mean, it's not that good. 
let's be real. It's probably not worth giving a day of your life to, but, but I did. And I just kind of, I sink like I, and it's bad for me because I can just, once I like downshift to, eh, <laughs> it's like, we go into a deep, dark valley hole. I think there's, there's grace for those days. I don't regret that for two days. I just knew I couldn't stay there. And so I washed my hair, you know, it's like, I gotta, like you put on your pants. Yes. I wash my I put hair. on my pants. I take a shower. Yeah. I mean, I just think you have to, and everybody's personality is different. So some people, what they, what actually is order for them, what actually is peace for them is taking a day off every week. Right. In this home. And I, Even yes. Though, and I'm for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could accidentally, if I didn't have employees, if I didn't have deadlines, yeah. if I didn't have podcasts that needed to come out on a regular basis, I could blink and have spent a month on my couch. I just yeah. know me. I know yeah. me. And the thing I don't, I, this may have been you, it's you or Beth Moore, one of the women who are smarter than me. There's a long list, but it's one of the two of you just said on Twitter, if we get on the other side of this and don't know Jesus better, mm. what have we done? No excuse. Yeah. There's no excuse on that because yeah. we've got the time and we've got the separation and the enemy has done such a fine job of isolating us. Mm-hmm. that our main way to combat that is to not be alone. The main way I cannot be alone as a single woman who's not married yet and doesn't have kids yet and doesn't have a roommate is to be with Jesus, which sounds like a Christian answer, but the actual truth right. is that he is a person who rose from the grave. He is alive and we can be with Jesus. Uh, I mean, okay, let's go there, Annie, because this is okay. what we're talking about this week. We're talking about our people and how to connect with them. So we're obviously connecting with them in different ways right now. This is such a priority to you to have your people. What, how have you been connecting with everybody? How are you getting that need met right now? Yeah. So for me, it's Marco Polo. It's kind of like our daily, which has actually been really sweet, Jenny, because let me back up and tell you, I don't know if you and I have talked about this. Here's how we got quarantined. We all watched the finale of The Bachelor together and we were at the house of someone who was sick the next day. And it was one of the first 10 cases in our county. No. And so two days later, the health department calls and says, all six of you can't leave your house. And what ended up happening, Jenny, that's really interesting is we all got our Marco Polo and started talking and we have had deeper and truer conversations Mm -hmm. trapped in our houses over our phones than we have ever had watching a TV show together. Right. Because they're all married with kids, all have busy lives. We We all go to different churches. We just are a friend group. But when you are trapped in your house and you're like crying, you can't hide. You can't hide right now from your people if you are seeing them on Marco Polo, you know? Mm. So Marco Polo has been a real gift. There is a small group of us that have decided to see each other and Mm. only to see each other. It was one of my solutions as a single woman is there are two other single women that are up close to me that are also live alone that we do a dinner once or twice a week where we sit outside and sit six feet apart. And so there's just a couple of us that went like, Hey, if we're going to be staying at home, I want to know who you're going to see. I'll tell you who I'm going to see. And can we also see each other? Yeah. And, And that's just kind of been where we've been so far. I don't know what happens after April 31st. If we go into longer version of this, I think there's going to be some social changes for me of like seeing more people, honestly, mm-hmm. but and being very careful. I still don't want to get sick. I've seen, I mean, Jenny, I, you won't even believe this. There was a fundraiser here in town seven weeks ago, six weeks ago, 33 people got COVID-19 from that. Yeah. Vanderbilt is studying them. 
because so many of them got sick from the same fundraiser. That's really one of the things that kicked it off in our county. And that's how I got quarantined. But all that to say, I've been very up close with people who've been really sick and I don't want to catch it. I don't want to give it to anybody, but it doesn't look fun to have either. Right. And so, so connection for me has been a very small group of people I see in person and a very large group of people I see on Marco Polo or on social media. I mean, Instagram stories have been a gift for me mm-hmm. because I've gotten to still be me and still talk to people every day. I feel like I've been hanging out with you because of them. I'm grateful that you do them because yeah, I do. I feel like I've gotten to be a part of this journey with you as do yeah. every, you know, everybody that follows you. Okay. I want to hear the top three fun things you've done this week. Okay. Oh, this week I did a distance dinner last night with okay. friends. So that was really fun to see people up close. Did you actually eat? Did y'all like make dinner? Yeah, yeah we really ate. Yeah, no, we brought it. We, yeah, we ordered food. It's that, it's that funny balance, right, Jenny, of like being a part of your community and helping the local restaurants, but trying to live on a budget like you always do. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, I, yeah, I want to order from this, my favorite restaurant. Also, I need to keep my employees employed. Right. So, I <laughs> so that's been really fun. What else have I done this week? I finished a puzzle which has really become fun. You can't even buy them hardly. I was going to say, do you, I hate them. Do you hate them? I would think we were enough alike that we, like other what people. What do you hate like about them? I just don't, I get bored. I just feel like, why? It's only going to come apart. Like, what's the purpose? I can't. Right. It's, so I don't ever do it by itself. There's always yeah. another activity. I'm listening to an audiobook. Okay. I'm sitting with a person. I'm watching a sport on TV. They're it's like a mindless doodling, sports. which I do all the time. It's mindless doodling. I just don't like doodling because I'm not good at um, drawing. But I love, I'll just put a puzzle together, work on it. I mean, sometimes I've done a call with a girl that I mentor and we both worked on our own puzzles the whole time. Okay. And so, yeah, it just is a thing to do with my hands. And I have a hard time finding hobbies that don't involve food or don't involve words. And I don't need more of either of those in my life right now. So I've done, I have some plants I've bought that I'm like trying to keep alive. Most barely, they are most barely alive. And then puzzles. I'm listening to Andrew Peterson, who I know you love as well. Andrew Peterson is reading his novels for young adults on his Facebook every night for 30 minutes. And it is like so fun for me just to like, work on a puzzle and listen to this guy who I respect so much. He does great voices, Jenny. I bet. He like does amazing voices. And I can hear him right now singing to me. I bet his voice is lovely. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. He like does every character. So that's been fun. You know what? One of the tricks of being trapped at home for all of us is you didn't realize what you could walk to until you could only walk. Right. And there is a beautiful path uh, my con- I live in a condo, so I can walk the like sidewalk or like the circle of our condos. But then there's like a big street, like a five lane, and it's always packed. But it's not right now because no one's going anywhere. And so I w- went across it, and there's like a beautiful trail and a beautiful neighborhood and oh. all these houses. And and so now every day I like play Frogger across this five lane highway to go walk, to go. To, so that's been really fun is to find things that are beautiful that were already right beside me. Mm, I love it. So good. Okay. Somebody that's lonely, that's, that's listening. What would you say to them? How would you encourage them if they are alone in their house? What would yeah. you, what, what pep talk would you give them? Yeah. The first thing I would say is I, I've talked to a lot of people living alone and living with other people and everyone's lonely. Yeah. Everyone's lonely. It's mm-hmm. not supposed to be like this. So if you feel lonely, 
you are being a very good human because you're at least calling it that. So mm -hmm. that, that's what I would say is if you feel lonely, you should say, I feel lonely. And we all do. And the other thing I would say is what we know is that this is not forever. This isn't forever. This is not the rest of our lives. This is not how we will live. And so my question would be more than even encouragement. My question would be, what could God have for you in this? That is a gift. There is a gift in this for all of us that are home alone, that are with our families. There is a massive gift in this. And I don't want to, I don't like missing presents, Jenny. I'm asking God every, t every day when I pray, I open my hands and I say to the Lord, whatever gift you have for me today that makes today good, I'm open to it. My hands are open to it. And so I would just tell people, get up tomorrow morning or do it right now. But then every morning when you wake up, whatever morning prayers you say, include with open hands, God, I, I receive whatever gift you have for me today that's going to make today really good. Mm. It makes me want to ask one more question. Okay. What do you hope comes out of this? Like as you think about that and like what you've learned and what this season has meant for you. How does it change us? Like, how well, do we you know what happened to Rapunzel when she was trapped? She fell in love. Hey! So, <laughs> yes. My hope is that Thank I come you. out of this in love. No, I, right. That's why I'm glad we can't cut our hair. Just sling it over my banister. Um, what do I hope out of this, Jenny? I don't know if we've talked about this, but I'm reading the Gospels every month this year. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John every single month in different translations. And it is making Jesus so real to me. And right now, the month of April, I'm using Dr. Evans' study Bible. That is, oh, it is, it's unbelievable, Jenny. It's unbelievable. I, it takes me twice as long to read as it has every other month because I'm reading every one of his notes. It's amazing. But I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I hope on the other side of this. I hope when I get out of this that Jesus and I are better friends. Mm. I want him to know me better. I want to tell him some stories. I'm not sure I've ever told him, even though he's lived everything with me. And I want to hear him better. I just want us to be better friends on the other side of this for a continued friendship for the rest of my life and forever, really. It's one of my favorite things about you, Annie. When I met you early on, all the questions you would ask me was, how are you keeping your soul close to Jesus? Like you, this is your priority. It shows you are a cup that runneth over, whether we're following you on Instagram or I'm getting to catch up with you like this. So I'm so grateful for you. And I love you. And I look forward to the next adventure of Annie Downs. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go across a five lane highway in 10 minutes. I can't wait. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Okay. Don't follow Annie Downs go right now and do it because who knows what she is up to every single day. Thanks so much, girl, for being part Thanks, of it. Thanks, Jenny. Love y'all. We want you to know about something. My very favorite event at If Gathering is actually not the big one that all of you might be familiar with. It's actually our smaller leader event. It is so important that we be about training up leaders. So many of you have been blessed by If Gathering. It's probably because one of these leaders told you about it. But here's the thing, little secret of If, you are those leaders. Those of you that have never signed up to lead anything, you are the ones that God wants to use to reach your neighborhoods, to reach your towns, to love and make disciples. So we want you this year to be a part of If Lead. If you want in any way to invest in the life of one or two other people this year, you are a leader and we wanna help you do it. This is for anyone who leads anyone. So you've gotta sign up. It is gonna be digital this year, 
We are gonna bring it to your home, to your people. You can gather a few friends in your living room, assuming that we're at a place where a few friends can come. And either way, you can do that through digital ways or in person. So tell your friends, get a few of you, and each of you sign up. It is gonna be incredible. So don't miss it. Go to ifgathering.com. We've got links below too that you can you can check it all out. We just don't want any of you to miss it. It's gonna be our best if lead yet.